Welcome to the original vegan business talk with myself, Shane Jeremy James, where I discuss life-changing business advice with vegan companies who are making a true difference in the world. Hey everybody, welcome back to the next interview. And today we have Brooke Brim, and she is the founder of Vegan Soul Foodie. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Well, thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, no worries. So tell us a little bit of background about you. Uh, how did you get started and how did you get, you know, in, involved in what you're doing today? Well, um, my husband and I have had an advertising agency for over 20 years. And um, we've also been plant dominant for 30 years. Nice. So I would just be cooking meals at home and, and serving them to family and doing my thing, not really thinking about anything. And um, I mentioned to my husband that I wanted to start a group that just focused on vegan food and not on, well, vegan soul food in particular, mm -hmm. and not on the politics and not on health, but just like how to prepare vegan food. Yeah. And um, I did that in 2019 and it just kind of grew to almost a half a million in that group. Yeah. And from there, um, I started a brand. I just, uh, I had requests to do like a food business where I would serve food or meal prep, for people for women because i did women's retreats and i was like well that's i can't really do that but since i know media i decided to expand the group beyond the group and into a media company nice nice and then tell us a little bit more about the media company then well we sell books and classes and we monetize our content and uh, we do on um in-person events right online events you know and and every everything around everything around vegan right is that the media company? everything around vegan soul food yeah yeah mm -hmm. awesome so, so it's we have all... about we have about four guides right now um yeah. that are on amazon we also sell digital products yeah. classes mm -hmm. what's been your biggest challenge with that type of business uh the vegan space can be um harsh <laughs> Right, right, and, right. <laughs> judgmental. And so huh. when I decided to start that group, I made the rules of the group that it needed to be encouraging and that we needed to be right. transition friendly. Right, right. And right. I didn't realize that that would make a lot of people angry and that would kind of take away the power of whatever happens in the vegan community of, I don't know, there's a dynamic. Right, of, right. <laughs> Beating down anything. Yeah, yeah. And who's the best vegan? So I didn't realize starting a transition, uh, transition friendly community would be such a challenge for the older vegan community. Hmm. That's interesting. Wow. So mm -hmm. what do you think? Like, why do you think that is? Like, why do you think that challenge came up? Well, it just became a there became a uh, a culture within the vegan community, especially the vegan online community. Maybe not the real vegan community, but the online community, yeah. which we all know online communities can be very different from actual in real life communities, right? Yeah. So it became a culture for the vegan online community to beat down anything 
a commercial that tried to do plant-based food to uh, criticize each other about who was the better vegan. Why are you vegan? Are you vegan for the animals? Are you doing it for your health? You know, it just, right. there's a real online community of like sniping and griping. And when I came along and said, let's keep it encouraging, there was a real pushback. Like, I can't fuss this person out because this is not vegan. And I'm like, you have to report it to us that it's not vegan. We'll take it down and you keep it encouraging because people are on all levels. So it's sort of like 12th graders beating up on kindergartners. Right, you know? right. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's sad. You know, everyone should be working together. You know, that's the that's the key with everything if you want to succeed. And I don't know why sometimes people don't understand that, you know, that it brings good energy when you all work together and help each other. It's true. And um, for me, I feel like any person who's maybe doing a meatless Monday or just preparing meatless meals for their family member who's vegan or whatever is part of the movement and part of moving the vegan agenda ahead. So I try to embrace it and, and appreciate it all. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, where do you, what's your goal with your business? Where do you see it? What are you trying to, you know, what are you trying to get it to? Where am I trying to get it to? Um, I'm just trying to travel and have fun. No, no. <laughs> hey, <that. laughs> no, I, I want to, uh, when I close my eyes after this whole movement and everything that's happening, how it's touching the black community and beyond, um, with vegan soul food, I want to be able to say that I moved the needle on black health just a little bit because right. what prompted me to start this is that I read an article that said uh, soul food was killing black people. And so I said, well, I've been making soul food for years, just vegan soul food. Let, let me show them how. So I just want to be able to say that I moved the needle on black health. Right. I like that. I like that. When they say soul food is killing people, what do they mean by that? Um, it's the saturated fats, it's the low fiber, it's the high sugar, it's the right. high salt. You know, and well, the interesting thing not, about- That's just not the black community. <laughs> that's every damn community, right? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. And you know, it, it definitely is. It's just that because it's so part of our culture right. to enjoy that soul food and- right. um, yeah so it's just like it's it was killing it's killing the black community but you know with us being almost at a hundred i mean a half a million people yeah. i feel like we're probably about three to four degrees of separation from every black person on the planet right. i mean in america so right. i think we'll move the noodle i think we'll move it yeah 100 <laughs> percent. that's amazing so give some tips then i mean to people and and you know i i uh, for you, I think it's great to take this direction for some tips because you've built a, gr a strong group on Facebook. A lot of people mm -hmm. give some tips on uh, how somebody should do that and what are some things to avoid when doing that. Uh, the first thing you do is make sure that you think about a very simple and easy name. Mm -hmm. um, and right away, get that vanity URL. Right. So that no one else can take it because we had our branding stolen, not the name, not the, not the URL, but they 
came in and they took our actual branding because I said we're we're advertising agency, right? So we created our own graphics and all of that. Yeah. Someone just came in, stole that, and um, Facebook doesn't do anything about that. Yeah. yeah. Same thing with I, I had books pirated. Amazon doesn't do anything about that, even though we have a trademark. They don't do anything about that. Um, so make sure that your branding is nice and strong in terms of an easy name. Get the vanity URL. Make sure you set up uh, what you are for and what you are against and be re ready to champion that. Um, and make sure that you're serving your community with things like digital products, books, classes, like give them what they want. Once you realize what your community wants, uh, really be about the service of giving them that. A lot of times we find out what they want in you know, the things that are most annoying and frustrating to us as group leaders. Mm -hmm. um, but they're actually giving you the keys to what they want and what they need. If you can get past, you know, feeling annoyed. Right. Right. So um, that's just a big key is just swallow the annoyance to say, okay, what are they saying to me right. and how can I serve them? Right. Um, yeah. And so that really, because we've created this safe space, it's allowed us to have really high engagement all these years um, later. It's been three years. We still have really high engagement. People still feel really safe in this space. Um, we, you know your patterns and know what's happening when it's time to do what. So in the summer, there might not be much cooking going on. So be prepared for things to be slow and use that time to build up your products and get your get your uh, what the things you want to sell and get in order the things you want to do for your brand take that slow time to build that um, so that you're ready for when it's the busy season which is right now right as soon as it gets cold it's time to everyone wants to get back in the kitchen they want to cook and the holidays are coming and all of that more holidays so have yourself ready um, ahead of time for your busy season yeah um, don't just like you know fall off. And because the nature of our business really surrounds social media, always be ready for when social media uh, is pivoting and it's always pivoting yeah. and it's always changing. So you always have to be very ready for that change. And you can't like bemoan it, which, you know, we do, yeah. but then we have to get right, right there. <laughs> <laughs> make right, it happen. Right, right. You know, like, oh, they changed the algorithm again. You know, yeah. you got to go back and make it happen. Yeah. Or uh, if something's happening with your email marketing, there's always uh, something that, you know, the big guys, Facebook, Google, you know, Amazon, all those kinds of people are always changing. Companies are always changing. Right. And if we're smaller companies that rely on that, we have to, you know, be nimble mm -hmm. and respond to, to their changes. Yeah, yeah, I like that that advice. When you were building the Facebook group, did you go, how did you get people in? Did you go organic content? Did you do ads? Did you do both? Did you? It was organic. I, well, the pandemic helped. Mm -hmm. um, so I started it November 2019 okay. and I posted up things. I maybe invited 300 people that I knew who were interested in veganism because I've been doing mind, body, and spirit things for a while, and I, I've been in group, Facebook group management for 10 years. 
So I did know people that I could throw into the space. So I put about 300 people in the space, shared some things. Nobody was doing anything. And I was just like that group's over there. And I was minding my business, right. you know, my advertising business. And then around April 2020, it just started going up, 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 up. Right. <laughs> and so every month it would just get bigger and bigger. And then I started doing uh, Facebook lives to teach people things that they could do, cooking tips and all that kind of stuff. Right. And um, that helped it to grow more and right. more and more. But it's mostly been organic. We haven't used any ads or anything like that. Right. And so do you think that uh, doing Facebook lives in the group and things like that, does that keep engagement up more? And what are some tips to keep engagement up? Because I know that that's I watch people and, you know, and obviously I evaluate because I built so many businesses and I obviously look and I see I watch people's engagement in their groups often. And that to me shows you have a strong group or not. I mean, you could have a million people, but if you have nobody talking. There's a big problem. <laughs> right. Uh, I think a big thing about engagement is watching what Facebook is doing, watches what, watching what Instagram is doing, watching what TikTok is doing, right. YouTube, uh, because they control engagement in a lot of ways. Hmm, so, and yes, your members control it or your, or your audience controls it, but they control it as well. So, at the time, uh, August, around August 2020, when I started doing live videos, I did that for about a year, maybe a year and a half. That was a big engagement push. Live videos in, in the groups now do nothing. Right. Now Reels is where it's at. Right. Yeah. And, so and, and I that, do Reels. And that's because when you were doing lives, that's what they were trying to push out, right? And then the algorithm yes. was picking it up. And so you jumped on the yes. trend. And now you're like, oh, yes. shit, we got to move to reels now, right? Exactly. Exactly. Right. And you have to pay attention to when they do um, their community announcements. Don't blow that off. Right. Look at it intently. Right. What are they saying now? You know, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. follow it because right. that keeps things going and it right. keeps your brand growing um, because right. ultimately they do control it. You can't control. You can't rely on just one um social media platform right you have right. to use them all manipulate them in different ways understand what your audience wants here there how they want you to communicate you on all the different platforms you just can't use one voice yeah um and just utilize what's out there yeah so right. it's just really um and take time to rest because it's um it can be a lot trying to keep up with, um, like if you're trying to keep up with Facebook, right? Now Facebook is on the run from TikTok. You yeah. know what I mean? So they might behave a little erratic in w the kind of things that they're doing to keep their engagements up, engagement up. So make sure that you're resting because it can drive you a little batty. Right. Like trying to, what are they doing now? What is, what, you know? Yeah. 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 No, it's true. It's true. There's so much. It's, it's a hard, you know, it's hard for, you know, it's a catch 22. Cause I say this, it's hard for businesses small because there's so much going on, but also when I built all my first businesses and had the gyms and all that, I didn't have social. So you had mm -hmm. to pay for ads. That's what people don't realize. Like I had mm -hmm. to have money for the paper, for the radio, mm -hmm. for flyers, there was no like, hey, 
you know, it was pay to play and some big dollars. So, you know, yeah, now we, we pay, have, we pay for ads too. We do pay for ads, but just not, you know, to grow the group. Yeah. 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 Because another thing to keep in mind is just because you have a large group doesn't mean that Facebook's going to allow you to just access your group. Right. You and know so what I mean? I'll elaborate on that. So people understand. Yeah, I understand. So, but people probably don't know what you mean. Um, so there's this new technology that Facebook has. It's, it says at everyone where group admin can just click the word at, I mean, you know, click the button at and everyone to come up and everybody in the groups gets notified. I don't have that capability. Not every group has that. None of the groups that I have have that capability. None of the groups that my husband has had that capability. Right. So you have to constantly be trying to collect emails from your group so you can talk to them off of the platform. You got to try all the different ways to communicate them. You're not ne you're not just going to be able to come out, put an announcement and a half a million people get your announcement. Mm -hmm. That's not it's, it's never going to work like that. You have yeah. to use your marketing and your advertising and you do have to use ads um, and you do have to know about audiences and how to speak to them and all that kind of stuff. It's just like, just because they're there doesn't mean you're going to be able to talk to them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. Sadly. Yeah, it's true. And it's great <laughs> advice because I think that, you know, they're, 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 you, you've got to, like you said, it's so important to be having so many touch points in the business because, you know, that person may not see that post in the FB group, but then, they see it go on the IG story and they might not see IG story, but then they get an email and then they get an email. And then eventually somebody says, Hey, let's do business together. Right. And you know, you exactly. start doing something. So I'm exactly. glad you brought that up because I think it's such an important thing for people to understand. And, and uh, you know, and, and I, I love the part that you brought up of not being so just on one platform. And I really believe in that too, you know, and, I said, you know, nowadays, you know, everyone, if someone's going to buy, they're looking at all your touch points. They might chop on your website and then your YouTube and then this and then that, right? You just don't know. And also, like I said to my friend the other day, um, you know, she has 42 million followers on TikTok. And I said, you know, you've got, you know, she went out and built a YouTube channel now and she got it to 17 million now. And, wow. and I said, you got to keep doing spreading out and get them into the database and do all this because, you know, all of a sudden what happens if, uh, you know, Trump's elected next year and he says, we're shutting down TikTok. Do you know what I mean? Right. right? So like, mm -hmm. you just don't know, yeah. you know, you don't have that control. So you got to be strategically smart and just pretend what happens if this was going away. Exactly. And that's another reason why we leverage online. I mean, in-person events, everything. Right. Because, um, you just don't know. And a lot of it is uh, out of your control. Like you do have the community, uh, the capacity to build communities. Like, obviously I had the capacity to build communities. I've done it in a couple different ways, you know, a yeah. couple different groups, lots of different ways I can build community. But, um, if you're using someone else's platform to do that, mm -hmm then you have to also know how to market. You got to know how to pivot. You got to know how to do all these different things to reach that very community that you built. Yeah. Yeah. So true. So do you think, um, is Facebook, uh, 
is it still worth building Facebook groups nowadays? Uh, do you think it's uh, a way to go? Would you say, you know, I, I would think they would go or was it something would, should somebody look at something else and then do TikTok more or what do you, what's your opinion on that? I think that it depends you think, on making you think today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it depends on the age of your audience. Right. Um, if you're obviously looking at a younger audience, Facebook is non-existent to them. Yeah. Um, right. But if you're looking at people, I'm 53. You know, we're on there actively. Right. You know, um, I think. Right probably 35 on up are on Facebook. And a lot of the feedback that we get is that they're only on Facebook to be in our group. Mm, so if you want to reach people via Facebook, a group is a good way to do that. Mm -hmm. But you have to make sure that you're not making it about you and that you are making it about community as a way to serve. Right. That doesn't mean that you can't make money. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you can't speak to your group and make money. And, and, you know, you have your targeted audience by getting their emails and know what they're about and glean all kinds of information about your target target audience. You can do all of that, but make sure that you're making it about community, making it about service. Right. Otherwise, they'll pick up on it and they're gone. Yeah. If you're not doing that. I love you said that because, you know, all, all the businesses that I've built, I focused on two things. And I believe these two things are the, the two things that build great businesses. And I think usually I see people missing the one or the other and not mastering both. Building community and building teams. If you have a decent product, a decent service, if you get those two things right, you build things like you, you don't even understand how they build. But people don't even focus enough on both of those to master those at all and then wonder why they struggle in business. Right, because I think it's largely about me, 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 I wanna get for me, I wanna get for me, I wanna get for me. <laughs> all right. And not, <laughs> True. And not thinking, like I, my husband says, uh, this is my favorite thing that I'm always saying about, well, we have to remember the what's in it for me. I mean, for the, I'm talking about for our audience, yeah. for who we serve. Make sure that we're hitting the what's in it for me. Like we could talk all day about who we are, what we do, what blah, blah. they want to know what's in it for them, period. That's true. And if you're it's, not doing that, you're not doing anything. It's true. And I mean, a good, uh, an exact good example is this podcast. Right away, when we started talking, I was like, people are going to want to know information around Facebook groups, yes. period. Right. Yes. That's value. Yes. I could yes. ask you all a bunch of generic questions, but I was like, they're going to want to know certain things around that period. Yes. You yes. Know? So, and it's true. A lot of people want to know about that. I've presented at conference about that because it's people want to know about, yeah. yeah, that same question. Should I start a group? Are groups important? And I think, I think they're still important. I think they're as important as say Reddit. You know, right. if you feel, if you feel like Reddit's important, and Facebook groups are important. Right, right. Yeah, I love, I, I love, the, I love that. Uh, so with, with, um, so do you, you guys say you run ads, but that's not to the Facebook group. Is that just to your, like your website and different stuff you that you run ads for? Well, we run. Okay, 
So our page is an audience that's like our group, right? Obviously. Because like your we Facebook use the fan page. page yeah, our Facebook fan page yeah, yeah, is, okay. is going to be like the people in the group. So when we run an ad on Facebook or Instagram, it's basically based off of that audience that's like the group. Got mm -hmm. it. Got it. And do you find that the ad spend is dramatically a lot more now with Facebook? Are you able to get the spend down to a, a decent, you know, a decent price? I do find that it is a little high, <laughs> a little high. Right. I, I was, they asked me the other day, are you happy with this ad? And I wrote, no, <laughs> no right. it didn't do what I thought it would do. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you think that um, ads have changed now, meaning that, do you think it's critical? Because I guess what I'm trying to say is, consumer attention span is pretty much almost gone nowadays, right? Like you could look back three years, four years ago, and, and you know, you could catch them for 10 seconds, 15 seconds. Now the culture is so much just moved. Like I was even watching my behavior the other night to test me. And I was watching and I was like, holy shit. Like I, the thing that gets me is like, I'm just scrolling, scrolling. And all of a sudden I see something that quite gets me and I hit that. But then I went back and I thought, why didn't I hit those other ones? So I started going back right. and I started hitting them and looking at them and looking at them and looking at them. And I'm like, okay. So do you think like we need to create ads now that are like, you know, got to catch somebody in like one second, two seconds type of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Like every reel that we do, every post that we do, and a lot of times our reels just become our ads. We focus on that first shot. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. if we, and sometimes we make a mistake and then we'll say, ah, we forgot the first shot, you know? <laughs> right. Right. We focus on that first shot. Right. Um, and then, you know, you know, you make mistakes, but that's so great. What's so great about social media and all of that, because um, if you make a mistake, you can just go on to the next one really, really fast. It doesn't cost a huge amount. You get to A-B test everything before right. you even spend ad dollars, you know, because you're doing it organically first and say, okay, well, that one kind of pop. Let's go ahead and put some money behind that, right. you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So are you, are you like when you're doing the ads, then are you driving them to your Facebook fan page and then converting them to the group? I don't do any ads to bring people in the group. Okay. Okay. <laughs> got it. Got it. Okay. It's, <laughs> so it's just because Facebook the, fan page, right? The group is doing its, the group is doing its own thing. So right. I let that do its thing. Got I it. just manage, we just manage yeah. it, we manage the moderation team. We just manage that. Got it. My ads are to send people to things that I'm selling. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So okay. they probably know me because I do reels and I've done Facebook lives and my picture is at the top of that group. Right. My picture is at the top of that fan page. So they probably know who I am. So when I am selling something is that's what i do an ad for god i don't do any ads to send something to to zuckerberg's thing yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> send it got to it. my thing <laughs> got it got it got it and so that's why you're yeah, testing so much because it's just a matter of getting that 
you know, matter of that step process. Hey, if that video works, then does the second step work? And then if the second step does the third step work, you know, and then, yes. and then you're like, oh shit, we got it. Put the money behind it. <laughs> exactly. 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 And do you use a digital agency partner with them or do you guys do it yourself or a bit of both? We do it ourselves. Yeah. Okay. And I don't know if it's, you know, if it's the best, but <laughs> we're doing it ourselves right now. Um, we had considered using a partner, but I think we're just going to keep, yeah. we'll see. We'll see what happens. You never know. You never yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if it's working on your own, you know, I mean, yeah, it's working. I mean, you know, it can, everything can always work more and better yeah. and all of that kind of stuff. Everything can um, always work more and better, but then you, then it's like, how much is it going to cost you on that side to work more and better? So it's like, <laughs> right, right, right. I think, you start managing um, a really, really big budget when you go with um, a, a digital agency. Right. Like your right. budget is very big. Right. And what I'm finding, we've used agencies for various things, mm -hmm. but what I'm finding is our 20 years in advertising matters. You know, we've been writing copy for years. Yeah. We've been actually um designing ads commercials all kinds of things for this particular audience yeah i mean you guys are already 70 years. you're already 75 percent there yeah so we so to work with agencies you know we're just sort of like oh, yeah. it's kind of a big budget we could just yeah. keep trying it <laughs> yeah. i mean it's true <laughs> because i because mean, I, I really don't believe and maybe i'm maybe i'm a naysayer but i i think they're sort of like doctors they're trying they're throwing things on the wall they have a general idea but they're still throwing things on the wall to see what sticks and then then they know where to go from there and we can do that yeah i i think you're right too and i think it's a big uh you know small businesses watching this need to be careful on certain things because i think it's a real hard thing sometimes for small businesses because one you go with an agency that's that's smaller and sometimes i see that you know they're just you know they're 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 trying to take more top level margin just to keep their business running so they're you know mm -hmm. running a 50 60 percent margin when you know the typical agency should really run a 20 percent margin and then you look at a bigger one you know and and they're you got to spend a lot more money and they're throwing darts to try and help figure it out so i think it's a big yin and yang and i advise small businesses i'm like look you should understand it i mean you might not do it all but you should at least understand it. So if you hire somebody, you know what the heck is going on. Right. And I think that that is the major uh, area that we're in right now. That's what we're, the phase that we're in is making sure we understand all of it. Email marketing, because <clears throat> for the advertising that we did, we were very much on the producing content side. Right. So if, you know, Revlon wanted an advertising campaign. We did all the content. We did the magazine spread. We shot the girls. We did the, well, the models. You can't call them girls. Right, we right. shot, the, mo <laughs> shot right. the models. We did the commercials, all that kind of stuff. So we understood the producing of the content. But the back of it, we never, we didn't do that. So the email marketing and the all the, all that kind of stuff. So we're very much learning that. And that's something that we want to do so that we can make the right choices about who to hire. Mm -hmm. So we hired um, a PR person earlier this year. And 
she did all right. But, you know, we found out we knew, you know, pretty yeah. much what yeah. she knew. Yeah. So, and then, you know, you just don't have a lot of dollars to keep doing that. You know what yeah. I mean? Keep, people yeah. keep telling you, oh, I could do this for you. And then you give them a bunch of dollars and you trust them. And then you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> you're 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 a hundred percent right on that, and I see it all the time. And uh, you know, I've you know, I've always been pretty good at the online stuff for a lot of years. And and I see, I come in and in the businesses I look at and stuff. Often, you know, there's lots that I say like you shouldn't be spending that on that right now. They're way overcharging you, or you know, they're setting you up to do this ads or this social or do whatever but you're not going to succeed because you don't have your back end set up properly. So you're just going to lose that money on the front end and they're not even helping you set up the, up the back end at all. They don't give a shit. They're just taking that money. So you're, you're going to fail. Like they might even run okay ads for you, but your, your whole thing is not set up right. So it's just a loss mm -hmm. of money. I see that happen mm -hmm. all the, all the time. And I'm glad you brought that up because it's, that's why I'm a firm believer that you need to really understand and as much of your business as you can. Mm -hmm. you know? It's so true because you gotta, <clears throat> you can hire people and that's like, a, I guess that's an easier way for you. Like, Oh, they're going to take some of the strain off, but if they don't know what to do, because you, you don't know enough to tell them what to do. Yeah. Um, you know, when you're working for a big corporation, they can hire a bunch of people to do a bunch of things and nothing gets done and they can afford that. Yeah. But when you're a small entrepreneur, you can't afford that. Yeah. Yeah, totally. You got to, everybody has to be working, you know, doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. It, it's so true. <laughs> you know, and I said, you know, there's a right time to, you know, do, you know, do stuff to say, build your communities or build your, say you do ads even at the right time, but you, you know, you got to make sure that you look at your business and have it all structured and set up and, you know, and know your, you know, know your, if you're going to do those ads, you know, uh, do you have a product that that's going to, can make the money back or even break even on it? And then, then if you're just going to break even on it, okay, that's fine. That, that's great because you got the consumer. Mm -hmm. Now, how are you going to take them through the next phases? Right. So, I mean, right. I can get a consumer on a break even. I'm in all day because I know how to email market and talk to them in the back end. I'm in there all mm -hmm. day long. I'll put, hundreds of thousands of dollars into that to build that list because I know like I mm -hmm. didn't spend anything but now we've got a consumer for zero dollars right if I broke even right so mm -hmm. you know it's uh yeah it, it's a I love this game the internet game and and on where business has gone but it's very hard for you know but again I said it's a catch-22 people say well it's so hard but I said but you're getting to at least play and you can try and figure it out. When I had to start business, I had to have budgets of ten, twenty thousand dollars to play. Mm -hmm. you, you couldn't mm -hmm. play. You had to put, mm -hmm. you know, new, wow, no. newspaper ads and radio and all that stuff. You had to do. No, that. we don't spend anything like that yeah. on ads. I mean, we have a huge, you know, email list. Yeah. Um. We recently made a mistake with it that we have to rectify we moved it to someone else another service from one from one, from one uh, platform to another platform got it yeah and 
you know, but these are these are the kind of things that happen. Why do you think you that was? To... Why do you think that was a mistake? Was it a mistake on the on the legit? So I'm. I'll just explain if people don't know what we're talking about. She's saying mm -hmm. that she went from like an email subscriber like Aweber to a Mailchimp, and then you know, and then there was a obviously something happened. There was it. They didn't. What what happened there? We um we took a chance on someone that's new. Okay. So, you know, we like these guys, they're yeah. new, they're starting out, they gave the whole training and everything. And right. we thought um, we were using Keep and we weren't getting, you know, our open rate was 25%, but it we kept getting like notifications that our emails weren't landing or people weren't getting the emails. Right. So we were like, okay, so then these guys come along and they're like, we got you. This is going to do this great thing. It's amazing. Going to do this. It's going to be less money. Going to do all this, and then it's like, right now my email marketing is just like dead because I ha it's I have to now I'm going to just go to Squarespace. Um, somebody more reliable, but if, you know, I, I think this could, this is like part of the the game or the the yeah. challenge of being an entrepreneur. You make huge mistakes you don't know that you, you think it's a great thing and then it could turn out to be a huge mistake and then you just have to pick up quickly and and pivot and so that's what we are right now you know with i'm talking about within a week or two yeah. this has been going on like it's just like we have to pivot um <clears throat> but this is the kind of stuff that happens and we are learning a lot because we went from a service based business to a product based business right yeah so that is a very different thing huge, huge um so we're learning all kinds of new things and it's kind of exciting and scary and all the things mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah they are very they're very different you know different yes. different types of businesses right so mm -hmm. um and is it do you have how many people do you have helping you right right now? Do you outsource a lot? Do you have you and your husband? Obviously, you guys take care of all the ad stuff and that. You know, that's such a great skill set. And who else My husband and I mostly we have some help. Um, you know, a couple VA helps. We have yeah. a design team. Well, it's a service that yeah. you know that, but they're like a team of two people. Yeah, yeah. And we have our volunteers for our group. The moderators yeah we have a bunch of those and um who else you know we just yeah that's yeah. it yeah. yeah yeah no real help yeah i mean you know we have help yeah but we don't yeah. have any real help yeah yeah i see what you mean yeah and is your goal to eventually move into building you know more of a no a no we're not going to do that we we lived that life um mm -hmm. back in the early 2000s right like we had a building we did advertising all of that blah 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 but we are you know we're in our 50s yeah and we just want to have enough money to travel and pay our bills get yeah. a farm you know yeah, nice. we're not really looking to like yeah make it huge even though i understand that when you have an audience it's like almost a half a million you could do a lot you could make it into a big thing. And I do, you know, I do want to make it big, but not too big that I have to yeah. go into an office or a building or any of that. I did that. 
yeah. I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. I want to yeah. live free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't do it from my laptop. Yeah. You know, from wherever I am, I don't want to do it. Yeah. I mean, that's great. You know, and that's good. You know, I think more people got to take that advice and, and take that self-awareness of yourself and say, okay, you know, it looks good over here of, you know, building stuff, but uh, you know, what makes you happy, you know, and, and, and really, and, and every entrepreneur that's been in the game for a long time knows if you want to build something to, you know, those type of numbers, you, no matter what anybody says, you're working from 5 a.m. till 10 at night. You just yes. are. Like, no matter what yes. anybody says, it's impossible, mm -hmm. pretty much, you know what I mean, to get a, you can't get a company to a massive size without putting in those hours. Right. And we're, we actually work, well, I do. I work those long, long hours. Yeah. My husband did all of those long hours in advertising, so he works less hours now, and I'm right. good with that. Um, but I do work a lot of hours, yeah. keeping it on. It's so many different things. Yeah. But yeah, I'm really, so I guess in answer to your question, I'm just trying to get to a point where I can stabilize and travel. Yeah, right, right, yeah, totally. <laughs> like my highest goal is travel and totally. keep serving. I want to keep serving, but I want to also serve myself with travel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's nice, though. That's awesome, you know, you can build it out and, you know, get off the airplane and open your laptop up and get the work done and then do what you need, go have fun and come back to the hotel and work again or whatever you need to do. Yes, exactly. That's what we do. We, we if, whenever we're, traveling we have to keep working we're working on our phones yeah you know we're still working yeah um so i'm happy with that and i would just like to keep doing that just have enough to to travel and serve and have a farm and yeah i don't need that much amazing <laughs> well, i think that's a big lesson for everybody figure out what makes you happy no matter what yeah. else you see and and do that yes so where can they all find you at? Follow you, uh, website, social medias, all that type of stuff. You can find us at vegansoulfoodie.com. Um, we're on Facebook. The group is called Vegan Soul Food. Um, our Facebook page is Vegan Soul Foodie. Instagram is vegan.soulfoodie. So anywhere that you type in Vegan Soul Foodie on Amazon, anywhere, you'll find us. If you click just typing vegan soul foodie, we will come up. Amazing. Well, everybody go check them out. Join her group because there's lots of vegans and other people watching this plant-based that are switching over and, you know, all kinds. So go join their group, follow them. Uh, you can tell she has amazing energy. So I can already tell it'll be a lot of fun hanging out in her, in her groups <laughs> and her and her husband and stuff like that. And thank you so much for this great interview. I, I really enjoyed it and I haven't got to go down the path of, talking you know facebook groups and stuff like that so I'm, I'm really glad we we got you on today oh good good i'm glad i could help awesome all right take care everybody